Welcome to the Aspiring New Leader, a weekly podcast that provides creative, innovative, and practical strategies for the new leader, bringing you all that is cutting edge and helping you to think in new and exciting ways. And now your host, Dan Perryman. Welcome to the Aspiring New Leader podcast. I'm your host, Dan Perryman, and you have joined us for the very first episode of this weekly podcast. I am truly thankful that you are here today, and I am very excited about the podcast finally being recorded and published. Although this is the first time you've probably even thought about this podcast, whether you came across it through iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or somebody sent you the link, I have actually been working on this podcast for several months now and actually thinking about creating it for probably the past six months. A couple months ago, I went through a podcasting course. And now I have a desk full of equipment that I never knew existed, computers, and I have applications on my computer that I've never heard of. So it's been a great journey, and I've learned so much through this process. So why this podcast? You know, about six months ago, I was thinking, how do I share my leadership experiences with new leaders? And the reason I think I wanted to share them is because I have about 20 years experience in healthcare executive management, and I've learned a lot over the last 20 years. And I also have a network full of people that can also share a lot of valuable information to the new leaders. And by sharing this information, we can make you better leaders. You know, when I, when I first started in management, there was really no coaches or mentors that could help me. In fact, I actually worked for leaders that some were really good and some weren't that good. And so as a new leader, I I didn't really know what to follow. And, you know, I could read books and I could try to learn in different ways, but without guidance, it was very, very difficult as a new leader. So I'm hoping that this podcast can actually provide you with information that will make you a better leader. What inspired me to do this podcast? Because to be honest, learning how to do a podcast is really hard work and it's a it's kind of a big investment, but I truly think it's worth it. You know, about six months ago, I was thinking, how do I share the message? And so I started the CEO book club at work and there's six new leaders in there. And every week we, we read part of a book and then we discuss it. And I realized that this information was making this small group of leaders better. And I I honestly don't think that they would have ever read the type of books that we were going to read because they wouldn't really know how to find them. So this podcast hopefully will provide you with leadership information and resources that maybe you wouldn't have considered before. That is my hope, and I am doing this uh, because... It's important to develop, you know, the future leaders of all our businesses. So I hope that it brings you value. And since it is a new podcast, I truly welcome your feedback. I do have a website and I want to tell you, I am actually reformatting the website because I'm learning about that. And I have a designer. It's newtoleadership.com. And I've also started a Facebook page, a Twitter page and a LinkedIn page, and the links are on the website. So I would ask you to bear with me uh, until I get everything formatted properly 
as we go. So everything's going to get keep getting better and better. And the podcast will get better. The website will, will be better. I do plan to um, write some blogs and I will post the podcast on there with show notes and tie into other valuable resources. I, I really hope that you will come to the website, subscribe to the podcast. I will put instructions on the website of how you can subscribe either through iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way the podcast will be delivered to you every week. And, and it is my hope to get the podcast out by Monday morning of every week. That way you'll have continual podcasts coming your way. And please, again, provide the feedback because I really want to know what kind of topics you you want to listen to, you want to learn about. And um, I am designing this podcast with you and for you. So a little bit about me. Um, I grew up in Iowa. I went to, I went to high school um, in Clinton, Iowa, which is kind of a small town, about 25,000. Very, very typical Midwestern town, uh, blue collar factories, the whole, the whole thing. ADM was a big part of the town that I grew up in and actually the town I live in right now. And after the, after I graduated high school, I joined the Navy and, you know, that was a great experience for me at 18 years of age, not a lot of young adults or kids, um, are able to travel around like I did. So in the U S I, I went to Chicago and Memphis and San Francisco, and then I was uh, stationed overseas. So I spent three years over in Guam. And during those three years, I was in the Philippines for a year. I was in Japan for a year. And then when, when my tour was done there, then I came back to San Diego and spent the last two and a half years in the Navy there. So I, then I attended college. I was actually out in San Diego and I, I finished my associate's degree at a community college. And I came back to the University of Iowa, got my bachelor's degree in politics. And then I got my master's degree in hospital administration. And then I started my healthcare career. So I traveled quite a bit actually with my career. I've had assistant administrator, assistant CEOs, president CEO titles. I am currently a president and CEO of a mid-sized hospital. We have about 1,100 employees right now, and uh, I work for a great company. A few other things, I've served on several different boards, I'm part of our healthcare association. And so I, I have a varied uh, amount of experience, and, and I look forward to sharing uh, my experience with you. So I decided not to do this first episode by myself. And so I have a special guest here today. His name is Jacob Rodis, and we work together. Uh, he's, he's a bit younger than I am, so he's actually a millennial. And this podcast will actually focus a lot on millennials because that age group is really the new leaders um, that we have in business today. So I'll be talking a lot about millennials and probably have some generational experts come on um, so that we can really get to understand how millennials think, what is the best approach toward leadership. And so that's that's very exciting uh, for me. So um, I welcome Jacob. And Jacob, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? 
Sure. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm an only child. So of course that's firstborn as well. So it makes me a natural leader by default. Um, but I've got 10 years of healthcare, um, experience, five of those in leadership and undergraduate degree in business management from Millican university, a master's in business from the university of Illinois. Um, I have a wife, two lovely daughters that are, uh, three and almost 10 months old. Yeah. Great. So welcome to the show. Uh, uh, your background in healthcare. So you've worked in a couple of different areas though. T- talk, tell the audience about that. Yeah, I have worked in, um, human resources and I've started everywhere. I've been a little bit involved in everything with human resources from the time that somebody is hired, their onboarding process, um, orientation to, to disciplines and recruitment. So all of the gamut of human resources and then in now as an executive, um, in operations and, um, working with a lot of different departments across the healthcare spectrum. Okay, cool. So uh, Jacob is a millennial. He's a bit younger than I am. So um, we're going to be talking a lot about millennials in the show. Uh, so if you don't know, uh, if you are a millennial, if you were born between 1982 and 2004, then you're considered a millennial. Uh, this is the generation that uh, will be the future leaders because they're the, you're the ones that are getting into leadership now. So we'll be talking a lot about millennials. This episode, we're actually gonna talk about stress and burnout for millennials and for others. Uh, so I have some few, a few stats from a Business Insider article entitled, It's Official, Millennials Are the Most Stressed Out Generation. Do you agree with that? Uh, you know, I'd agree with that in the sense that we have um, been introduced that we're part of the, the technology generation. So we are never disconnected from our work. Um, our work constantly has been embedded with us since the time that we've started to the time that we've um, been in our careers. Yeah, so uh, I actually just attended this uh, keynote speaker that was a generational expert. And she talked about millennials and said that now the generation of millennials, there is no difference between work and life and so everything kind of melds together so when they're at work they're always online when they're at home they're always online and so it's pretty much 24 hours a day that work and life kind of become this one um, one way of living but I want to go through a couple stats here it's pretty interesting Uh, financial concerns are the most common source of stress followed by work family responsibilities and then health concerns Uh, Women report more stress than men, and this gap has actually been increasing since 2007, meaning that women are becoming more and more stressed, and whether men are remaining at the same level of stress or getting less stressed, it didn't say, but certainly women are becoming more stressed. Millennials who are age 18 to 35, and then the Gen Xers, that's me, uh, that's the age group from 36 to 49 are significantly more stressed than other generations, which is interesting because to your point, that's when technology came in, uh, you know, to mainstream. And then stress makes people more likely to engage in unhealthy coping strategies like drinking, surfing the net and smoking. So Jacob, you have, you have two little girls, you have a job, full-time job, you have a wife. How does this affect you? Do you have an example of when you were totally burned out or stressed and how how that affected you? Yes, I do have an example. I 
made a job change and I actually got into my first um, leadership job. At that time, I also went back to school and got my master's degree. And that is also when we found out we were pregnant with our first daughter. So I was traveling outside of the town I live in to um, the job that I was going to. And then I would travel from that job to another city um, for my master's degree two nights a week. So I was spending upwards of four hours on the road a day. The job in itself also had a leader that wasn't the most pleasant. And, um, you know, I, there were times that I sat in the car and wondered if what's the minimal speed that I could wreck this car, not hurt myself that well, but be off work. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's great. So you had a wife at home that was pregnant. Uh, you were traveling three nights a week yes. to school and you had a boss that was stressing you out. So how did you cope with that? Yeah. Exercise, fun? Mm-hmm. So uh, actually the master's degree, I think, helped cope with that because I've met a lot of new friends during that um, program. Um, the program also would um, occasionally drive us from Decatur to Champaign. And um, so we had time to kind of disconnect, not really pay attention to the road, but, um, be able to talk with our friends through the program and, and talk through our experiences and relate with each other. So some type of social network where you could outside of work, correct. Where you could talk about your beloved cubs. We are actually, we live in the Midwest, so uh, we are in, in Cubs territory here, so Jacob is he's, 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 he's a nervous nervous wreck over this these Cubs. So sweaty palms, <laughs> yeah. So and I think you know I I see a lot of new leaders. You know I don't know if they realize that they actually are experiencing stress. Some of the signs of stress: irritability, anger, nervousness, anxiousness, lack of interest, motivation, uh, fatigued, overwhelmed, depressed, sad. You know, I know back in my career, I've actually moved quite a bit over the last 20 years. And if you remember, I'm a Gen Xer, so I am the second most stressed uh, generation there is. And moving around is actually pretty stressful on your children, on your, you know, your wife, on your family. So, you know, part of leadership is a lot of leaders have to move to get promoted. So I think it's really important to understand what your goals are in life because what affects your career also greatly affects your family and affects your stress and affects their stress because I'm sure your wife was stressed out just as much as cause she's at the same age. Right. Yeah. She's the same age and she was at home and um, she was working at the time and, and being pregnant and she, it was a high risk pregnancy. So that added stress to it as well. So I'm sure she had as much stress and, Uh, You know, I'm sure you talk about moving and affecting families. I think she has as much stress when it comes to that as well, because she knows my career is where we go. So um, we live right now where all our family is. And I know it makes her nervous to think of of me changing jobs and us moving away from her support network. Yeah. And I'm sure right now you have far less stress in your job because you have this awesome boss. It's me. He's awesome. Yeah. He's listening yeah. right now. So. Yeah. That's, that's part of, that was part of this deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I think, uh, to be less stressed, you have to find ways, uh, to be engaged outside of work because I see so many new leaders that will say, I'll ask them the question, you know, how's your, how's your work life balance? 
and they're like, oh, you know, I don't have time for, for dating or for social activities because I'm focused on my work. You know, after 20 years in healthcare management, I mean, I really do love my career, but you do have to find ways outside of work. If I, I, at least personally, I believe if you're only finding your happiness through work, which is great because you spend a lot of time at work, but if the work disappears, then the happiness disappears. So you have to build this social network outside of work, I think. So you, you always hear the stories about somebody working their whole life and then retiring and being miserable, you know, or, or dying or dying after retiring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's important to remember that work is exciting when you're first getting into it. But after decades of it, you have to make sure that you've created something outside of work. So um, so that's great. So we're going to actually move on. Um, so, Jacob, um, we've read several articles in preparation for this podcast. Uh, the stats were one of them and how the, the, this generation is becoming more stressed. Um, you have you have a couple uh, ideas you want to share. Right. Yeah. I, I also read some other articles. And one thing that stood out in one of the articles I read is that 62 percent of the people surveyed felt high levels of stress, loss of control and extreme fatigue um, from their job and burnout, which over 50%, that's just astonishing to me. Um, you mentioned some of the key takeaways of, of having a routine such as proper sleep. So I know that I go to bed, I try to go to bed at the same time every night, wake up at the same time every morning, including the weekends, um, having a way to disconnect. Um, my way is that I, um, in the summer throw headphones on and, and get out the mower, which we've, we've laughed about before be, because we claim that I'm not always mowing the grass. So but, Jacob has uh, a new baby and a three-year-old and, and a family. And so we, we joke that he has the most, uh, groomed grass in the entire city because he mows it every night. It is pristine. Pristine. Yeah. Um, but another thing that, um, to relate back to this with leadership is that as a new leader or aspiring leader, you have to remember you are not only responsible for your burnout, but you're also responsible somewhat for the burnout of those people who report to you. Yeah, that's a great point. Remember the most important person in employees life at work is their immediate supervisor. So, if you're a totally stressed out supervisor, that's going to, you know, emanate throughout your entire department. And, you know, the studies show that if the department is going to look like the manager, so if you have a relaxed, calm, uh, great leader, then that department is going to be highly functioning. But the opposite's going to apply. If you have a bad manager who's totally stressed out, that that department is going to be nervous, anxious all the time. And I think that goes to exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And, and we talked a little bit about being in the Midwest and the Cubs and you knew I'd find a way to insert this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, um, Joe Madden is a, a prime example of your players or your employees are a lot like the person leading them. He's very laid back and that you can see that team right now is, is running off of that laid back attitude. Right. Right. There's very, uh, they're very relaxed. They're very focused, just like he is. Yes. Yeah, that's a great, great example. Yeah, he always finds a way to work the Cubs in. 
I will. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been able to talk about this for 108 years, so he's very happy that he can talk about it. So Jacob, you mentioned sleep as as an important part. Um, this podcast is going to get into the importance of sleep, the importance of morning routines. If you look at the most successful leaders or the most successful politicians, the most successful athletes, they all have morning routines. They do the same thing every day. And, and it's, it's pretty similar. So get up, meditate, focus, exercise. And it's, it's pretty amazing how they all have these routines. And they all focus on sleeping too, because so many important things happen during your sleep. So I've actually put a little guide on the website. The website is newtoleadership.com. I mentioned this in the opening. I am actually reformatting the website. So it will be available. Right now it's under free resources. If you click on it, if you put your name and your your email address, then this uh, four-page PDF around sleep will be sent to you. And it actually gives you some tips and then a calendar to kind of track your your sleep. I think sleep is very important to energy levels and to ultimately becoming a great leader. Okay, so so that was the the foundation. So there's three areas to being a productive and a great leader, and it's time, attention, and energy. So today we're going to focus on time. So Jacob is going to share three apps that he has discovered and three apps that he uses that will help you manage your time better. So for the remainder of the podcast, we're going to walk through these apps and then we'll put links to them on the show notes. So Jacob, what's the first app? Yeah, well, first I'd like to say we hope this is a recurring um, part of the podcast, these apps. So um, these are basic apps that are uh, very familiar to you. There are, some of them are going to be native uh, to your iPhone if you carry an iPhone with you. So the first app is the Reminders app. Um, simple native iPhone application used for grocery lists um, to do keeping track of gifts around the holidays as they come up. Um, so if you, you know, you have a loved one in your life and you want remember something that you want to get them, throw it on that reminders list. So you have it there with you. So where do they find this reminders app on uh, the, on their phone? Yeah. So it's, um, on your iPhone, it's automatically, um, on one of the apps that's preloaded onto your iPhone. So it's going to be most likely on the first page. As long as you haven't moved anything around, it looks like a little sheet of, um, paper that is um outlined and um a, a listing type thing with little colored dots next to it so give an example of what you use it for yeah so i use it um for grocery lists to-do lists those types of things i already um, mentioned but i also use it in another way with some different functionality that it has in it and that is to remind me um when i get to a place so by that, it's got geofencing capabilities. It's able to use the GPS in your phone to remind you when you get to a location. So if I am going to an event in the evening, um, I will set a reminder if I know someone is going to be there. And when I get to that event, it will remind me at that location that I may want to ask Dan, if Dan's there, how his children are doing, or if he um, just passed a um, leadership exam, ask him how well that went or congratulate him on it. Another way to use it in the business um, world is a, a reminder at a meeting time if you need something signed or you want to talk to another one of your coworkers about a project that's going on so that you don't miss those opportunities. 
Yeah, that's great. So you can use it to remind yourself. And when we talk about time, there's 1,440 minutes a day. Uh, so everybody gets the same amount of time. It's just how you use it. So a lot of people will say, I'm, I just don't have time to do this. But it's not about time. It's about priorities. It's about maximizing your time. And so you've you found a way to use this reminder app to help you manage your time, but also to network. I think that's pretty interesting. So we'll get into networking in future podcasts, but as a new leader, it's really important that you start building these relationships. So, and remember relationships are built on the personal. It's not built on the business side of things as much. So, you know, promotions and new jobs come about through really good personal relationships with people as opposed to only having a business relationship. So remembering uh, somebody's birthday or children is, is really key to networking. So that's a great app. So what's what's the second app? The next one I am actually using right now and um, as we do the podcast, and that's Microsoft OneNote. Um, so you download it from the App Store. It's part of the Microsoft series. And this is going to be useful for those that are stuck in the world that I am. And that's a, a Mac user at home and a PC um, user in the workplace and having to use Microsoft Office in the workplace all the time when you're using kind of Mac at home. So it's a, a way to help bridge that gap. So I've never used OneNote. I actually have, I just started using Evernote, which is another app that we'll definitely cover because yes. it has some great functionality too. Kind of walk us through the OneNote app because there's probably a lot of people who have seen it on their PC but mm -hmm. have never clicked on it, which is, I think, I fall into that category. Right, yeah. So Microsoft OneNote is a notebook app, and it is um, a free text writing app that is styled in that of a notebook. And by that, I mean it is um, tabbed and set up to where you can add pages um, for different things. So, so an example of the way I use it is I like to load my agendas or notes from meetings into OneNote. That way it limits the amount of paper I have on my desk. I can organize those notes. Um, I take my iPad to the meetings and type those in. So an example that I would use Microsoft OneNote for is I loading my loading my agendas, also taking notes during meetings. So I physically take my iPad to the meetings with me, type in notes, I'm able to add um, different pages into those notes. So the tab would be say um, administrative team meeting and then each page would have the agenda in it. So the agenda for that day and then I'm able to type free notes into that agenda and save those. The great part of that is it limits paper but also when I get back to my office and I bring up Microsoft OneNote on my PC those notes have already synced across the, the cloud and are available to me. I don't have to retype anything else. Oh, that's cool. So Jacob, I have this new program called ScreenFlow where you can actually create these little tutorials. So I think it would be good. I think Reminders is probably self-explanatory. Yes. Uh, but OneNote may be a little bit confusing. So we may create a maybe a five-minute tutorial on here's the key functions and how you get it set up. So... And, and again, to everyone, I am reformatting my website right now. So we may not get this tutorial up for several weeks. 
I have to let them reformat the website and get everything up and running. And then we'll put this tutorial on because I think this is a pretty cool program. Very helpful. I think so. And then as we talk later in in other podcasts about Evernote, Evernote's really a a powerhouse. And when it comes to the note taking, you can see the differences and then pick which one works best for um, your functionality. Right, right. Okay, great. So what's the third app? The third app is Habitify, and previously in this segment, we talked about burnouts and some different ways to manage that, such as getting up at the same day, exercising, um, finding a hobby. Habitify can be used in conjunction with that, and really the, the app is set to help you develop habit. As you get into the app, it's a very self-explanatory screen, and they call it journaling. So you would establish a habit that you want to do, such as exercise and you put the time that you're going to do that. So you're going to do it in the morning, every morning when you wake up and you do the exercise, you then check mark that activity for that day. So, um, want to back up a little bit. You, you can set those habits for each day of the week. So if you're going to exercise daily, you can do it Sunday through Saturday. If you're not, you can pick the days of the week that you're going to exercise. So it takes, it takes 21 days to create a habit. Uh, I think the very interesting part about habits is once, once you create a habit, whether good or bad, it's a habit and your subconscious takes over what you're doing right now throughout your day is based on habits that have been created, whether good or bad. If you're not exercising, I'm going to always talk about exercising because I think it's a very important part of at least of my life and and it should be of your life because remaining healthy, you know, you you're able to create energy. So creating good habits in an app like this will carry on into your life when you're not even thinking about them. Right. And the app will track your progress. You don't have to do that. It sends you motivational quotes if you need that. And then um it also rewards you and rewards someone else. And by that, I mean, as you complete each habit or task for that day, you get three points and those points, um, accumulate when you get to 500 points and cash those points in Habitify actually donates five cents to the charity water. So not only are you establishing a habit, you're also doing charity work at the same time. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. I had, uh, I had never heard of this Habitify before we started talking about this. Uh, so where would you find this, this app at? Yeah. You'd find Habitify in the app store. So for those iPhone users, um, I'm sure they have an Android app as well, but like we had talked, we're, we're kind of embedded in the Mac world. So we'll have to bring Android up as well. You go to the app store, search Habitify, and then you're able to download it straight to your phone or your iPad. You made a good point. We're not trying to ignore non-iPhone users. It's just that's that's what we have. I have the iPhone and I have the Mac and Jacob has all the the Apple uh, computerware as well. So I think it's pretty similar though right. if you have a non-iPhone. Yeah. And for those um, Apple Watch users, Habitify app goes to the Apple Watch so it will remind you about that habit you're needing to form that day on your Apple Watch as well. So going back through the three apps real quick, summarizing. So from a scale from one to 10, one being simple to use, 10 being very difficult. The reminders app is clearly a one, very easy to use. 
So what about the second app? Yeah, Microsoft OneNote was the second app, and um, I would say it's a five on the scale right there in the middle. Not too difficult to use, not um, super easy or intuitive. If you've used Microsoft products in the past, such as uh, Microsoft Word, you're going to understand Microsoft OneNote. So I think it's important, too, that as you try to learn these apps, that you don't get so caught up in all the functionality, you know, at least what I try to do is if I'm trying to learn a new app and with this podcast have come all these new apps and all these new uh, programs that I've had to learn, I just learn the basics, right? So if I can just get the program started and start doing one or two things, you know, that will help you. And then, then you can go back if you want to and learn more more of the functions, but you don't really need all the functions. No, and by learning the basic functionality, you'll understand the app. You'll find either a way to use it or you'll know if you need to delete it off your phone or your iPad and, and you're not going to use it at all. So right. basic functionality is the way to go. So number number three is Habitify. Number three is Habitify, and it's right up there with reminders. I'd give it a one. Very easy to use. The minute you open the app, it's self-explanatory. shows where you need to put that habit in, and um, you can just go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, those apps are great. And I do want to share with the audience that we're providing all of this as kind of a toolbox. You don't need to pick all these apps. If you're trying to manage your time better, I would recommend you just pick one of them and start with one of them. Don't say, okay, I'm going to download three apps and I'm going to start managing my time and get into this whole sophisticated time management. I just pick one app and start using it. And within a couple of days, you're going to realize if that app is, is a match with your personality or not. I mean, I've started several apps before and a day later I delete them because they just, they don't sync with what, you know, I'm trying to do. Uh, all of this will be kind of a toolbox. That's right, because get, downloading all these apps and using them would be counterproductive to what we're really what needed to become. Right. Okay, that's our main segment today about burnout and stress. Uh, we hope you've learned a lot about it. Uh, we would really appreciate your feedback if this is helpful. And if you go ahead and use the apps, uh, give us your feedback about if they're actually helping you. Uh, don't forget to download that, that PDF that will help you with your sleep habits as well. And I think this segment is going to be so helpful to everyone that we're going to actually do this on a monthly basis. So we'll pick a topic and then we'll review three apps every month and then we'll put tutorials on the website. So it will save you a lot of time Googling and trying to figure out these apps. We'll just give you the top three functions that you should try and then that'll make it a lot easier for you yeah and if there's apps you want us to test for you and kind of work into the show let us know about that as well yeah that's a great idea if there's an app that you're using and you think that we should highlight it definitely send it to us uh, you can email me at dan at new to leadership.com so we really want your feedback uh, we would really like to hear about apps or some other techniques you're trying to do to manage your time better so, Jacob, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have really enjoyed ourselves today. And again, I, was, I am so excited that the first episode is coming out. And I'm really looking forward to recording these podcasts week after week. So thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget to come to the website, newtoleadership.com, where there'll be show notes and links uh, to Facebook, Twitter, and ways to subscribe to iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Until next week, please take care of yourself and keep on learning.
you for joining us on this week's episode of The Aspiring New Leader. Join us again next week for more innovative ideas, inspiring stories, and interviews. Be sure to check out newtoleadership.com for more resources, show notes, and to give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, keep aspiring.